there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about The Iron Flower by Lori Forrest. This is the second novel in the Black Witch Chronicles. Um, and if you remember my review of The Black Witch, um, I really did, I, I gave it an excellent review. And the reason being is because, you know, it dealt a lot with prejudices and race, racism and um, cultural um, prejudices as well. And a lot of those themes carry on in this novel, but this novel also does highlight the the sexism of Aloran's world. Um, very few women have positions of power. Um, Unless, you know, they are a rank five mage. Even Aloran's uncle uh, didn't want her to get wand fasted, which is basically a marriage ceremony, um, because he didn't want her to lose her freedom. You know, he wanted her to make sure, you know, she had a job, that she was able to support herself and not be reliant on a man. So he really wanted to establish... She really, he really wanted her to establish herself as an independent woman. Um, however, in the society, um, when a fanatic <laughs> becomes, you know, the leader of the mage council, uh, he starts enacting laws like, oh, you have to be um, one fasted. It's mandatory now um, by the age of 16. And it's just like, wow, okay. Um, and they're even debating in the book, making it even younger, 14. So you're really seeing the sexism at play in this world. You're really seeing how being a woman, the autonomy of being a woman is being slowly taken away. And I think, wow, you know, this book was written a few years ago, but it's still incredibly relevant to today's, um, society to today's world and that's what I love about this series so far um I really think it's compelling I really think it's great to see things like sexism and racism talked about within a fantastical medium um I think it is ultimately quite wonderful because it really does make you, the reader, think about your position in the world. And I, I think novels that make you think are always going to be novels that are worth reading. Um, yeah, we read novels for entertainment as well. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, all I want to do once I put the kids to sleep is snuggle up in bed and read a book. Um, even if it means losing sleep, I just, you know, I want to read, to relax, to enjoy, for entertainment. You know, it's one of the very few things I get to do that are for me. Um, and I think reading for entertainment is 100% okay. I mean, but I think reading books that make you think are even more important. Um, especially in today's day and age, because it allows you to reflect on your character, or allows you to reflect on your position in the world. And in my opinion, I think reading books like that, such as this one, 
help you be a better person in society. Um, but, you know, that being said, it doesn't just discuss sexism. I mean, you definitely see this sexism in this novel, especially with the way sulky women are treated and abused. I mean, they are kind of cursed to come on land. It's something that they want to come on land. They are... There is a curse on them, in a way, that draws them to the land. But, of course, the land is unsafe because, you know, they're um, taken, they're put into servitude. Um, You know, they're basically made sex slaves, regardless of their age. And Forrest doesn't really show you what's happening, but she alludes to it which I think is even more important. Uh, you don't really need to see what's happening to know something bad is happening, and it still lingers with you, and it's really important to highlight um, some of the abuse women take without actually showing it. Um, we don't always need to read that in novels, and we don't always need to see it in the media, I think. The point gets across without being so... I'm trying to think of the word. Obvious about it, I guess. And what I think is really fascinating with this novel as well is, you know, the Gardnerians, the Lorenz people, you know, the mages, they are basically, you know, if you are fae, if you are lupine, if you are Celt, if you are anything other, if you are anything other, they're pretty much going to kill you. They want their land. They want restrictions. They want slaves. You know, they are all about the purity of their race. Hmm. Isn't doesn't that sound so familiar? <laughs> um, and what I think is great is you have all these different backgrounds. You know, you have the Celts, the Selkies, the Fae, um, the Amaz, the Lupine. You have all these different cultures, and no one's really, no one is willing to give up their beliefs, you know. Um, the Yamaz women, they do not allow men in their tribes at all. They will make certain concessions, but that's about it. And then the Celts hate the Gardnerians, and the Lupines are all about the pack life, and then you have um, the Fae who kind of live in secret as well. You have all of these different cultural backgrounds and they all think their beliefs are the best beliefs and no one's willing to give you know but what I think is good is they don't have to give in order to work together you're seeing the difference between the Gardnerians and all these other groups of people All these other groups of people, they may have their differences, but they are willing to unite and ultimately come to respect one another's differences if it means preserving the life of everyone that they deem innocent. I mean, the Amaz came to the rescue of all the Selkie women, and it was pretty brilliant, you know, but it took a lot of persuasion on Aloran's part, and the fact that Aloran herself is the granddaughter of 
the last black witch who pretty much decimated many, many people of different cultures, I think speaks to Lauren's characterization, but it also speaks to their willingness to be like, okay, we will put our prejudices aside to, for the better good, you know, we will help you because it is going to help many, many other innocents. And they come to respect one another. You know, it's a grudging respect, but it is still a respect. They don't have to give up their beliefs. And I think that that's really powerful for the storytelling. You don't have to give up your beliefs in order to respect someone else. You don't always have to agree. I mean, Aloran and the Lupine and even some of the Celts, they don't agree with the way the Amaz women do things, but they still respect them and honor their um, cultural beliefs. They're like, okay, we are just, you know, we can agree to disagree. I don't see things your way. You don't see things my way. But let's put that aside um, and just respect one another. And I think that's really great because you really are seeing that respect come alive in the story. And I think it's a great message of how to unite different factions of people. As long as you are willing to compromise on some things without jeopardizing your own cultural beliefs or foregoing your own cultural beliefs and religious beliefs and just working on respecting one another, then you can do a lot of great things. And in this case, rescuing all the Selkies is an amazing attack was pretty phenomenal, I think. So, I love it. You know, it's a great novel. It was really thoughtful. It's really compelling. I think it really does drive the novel forward. I think it is a compelling series. I think there is exceptional character growth. There's a lot of twists and turns in the novel. Um, I do like the love triangle here because it is a little complex. It's not this typical love triangle. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, a lot of I guess magical ley lines, you know, affinity lines are going into it. You've got the dryad, you've got the fire, the wyvern lines, and I think it's really good. Um, there are some heartbreaking scenes in the book for sure, but I mean, it really is just an amazing and thoughtful novel. I think the pacing is excellent. I think the character growth is excellent. I think the journey the characters are going and the build up is excellent. There are some surprises. There are also some moments in the book where you're just like, mm, I knew it, but it doesn't make them any less impactful because of how the story develops and how Forrest has decided to develop her story. And I'm very eager to read um, the next two novels in this, in the series, you know, The Shadow One and The Demon Tide, which I own, you know, I just, I read book one and I just bought the entire series because I mean, I'm just like, this is a great novel. I need to see where it's going to go. <laughs> and I know if I don't own it, it's going to be even longer for me to read it. Um, but yeah, excellent novel. I have to give it, you know, uh, 
four and a half soft five stars. Um, it really is compelling. You know, I think the painting's great. Like I said, there are some predictable moments in the story, but they are still impactful due to the pacing and the character development, the character dynamics, and the way the overall story is evolving. You see the direction, but there's still a lot of variables, especially when you think of the prophecy. So I ultimately did enjoy the novel. I thought it was really well written. I'm really excited to see where Eloran's journey is going to take her in the next couple of novels. And Forrest just revealed the new working title for the fifth book in the series. So I'm here for it. I love it. I cannot wait to see how this is going to end. Oh, I'm going to cry. I know it. When it ends, I'm going to cry. Um, so on that note, I hope you all will support the author by purchasing the book off of a bookseller website versus purchasing off of Amazon, please go to bookshop.org, support an independently owned bookstore, support Barnes & Noble. They do ship internationally now, now that they are owned by Waterstones. Support Books A Million, support IndieBound, Book Depository, Better World Books. Please support your bookselling websites versus Amazon. That is all I ask. Um, and on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, sharing it with all your book-loving friends, and subscribing. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.